Okay, welcome back, everybody. You know, if it comes up that the most important thing you can do to move your, to evolve yourself, if the most important thing is body work, is therapy, do it and get it done and go back on track. Do it and get it done and go back on track. Because there's a place for all of it. And the sequence isn't like you do the therapy and then you forget about that and then you do awakening. Like, that's one way of doing it. But it's not the only way. Um, and if you do end up going to a body worker or a therapist, don't bring your non-dual in there. It's like, you know, if, if you... You know, if you're getting your hair done, you don't go to a massage parlor, you go to a hairdresser, you know, or a barber, you know, it's like, so you're going there for something, they don't need to know anything about non-duality, they really don't, they really don't, and I've seen a good few people who end up teaching their psychotherapist about non-duality, <laughs> it happens a lot, and all that's happening is avoidance. That's all that's happening. They're avoiding their stuff, and the psychotherapist is like hungry, you know, to get out of my God. There's more than what I do, you know. So, so you don't need to tell your therapist of whatever ilk they are. You don't need to tell them that that you're doing this other stuff. You go there to do whatever it is they're doing and get out again, you know. Um, Oh, it's so Brian's going to check. Oh, very good. Okay. Uh, let me think. This is this is our coming in for landing. So, um, I'd like to just open the floor for people who haven't come up already. If you want a mic there or to come up as you like, tell me what you need to do. Would you like to come up or do you want? To? Yeah, come up. stroke and I'm getting through it really well but I feel like I've hit an impasse and um man you want to half things this weekend <laughs> okay yeah it's yeah. happened to a lot of people not just me it does happen to a yeah. lot of people and I wonder why a stroke as opposed to anything else and I was really healthy and you know get things done and so I'm wondering about that and I'm also uh wondering about something that happened, which was kind of like a near-death experience. And, um, sorry, sometimes it brings things up. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I seem to have met my soul family, and I miss them, and I want to be able to talk to them while I'm still here. So, I don't know if that makes sense to you either, but... It does. Are yeah. they geographically someplace else, or... What, what, uh, it felt oh. like, it felt like, I don't know if it was, but it felt like a, another dimension. And oh, I was okay. in the hospital when I, when they asked me if I wanted to live or if I wanted to um, die. Yes. And yes. I said, take me with you. 
and and for like eight months after the stroke, I was in a state of bliss. So, um, but I wanted them to take me with them because it was like obvious it was a pain in the ass being here, down on earth, <laughs> the job, and uh, you know. So, um, yeah. They asked you. Do you want to stay or go? You made a choice, but they didn't honor that choice. They didn't honor it, or I didn't. Uh, another part of me didn't honor it. Which I, do you I think? Um, I've been thinking a lot about it since it happened, and I still don't know, but I have a feeling that it was, um, like, maybe I'm three people, I'm not just one person, and and one of those beings said, okay, you want to go, and you want to go, but you ha you need to stay. You know? Yeah. And I felt like I was speaking for myself. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's it, but I'm not sure. Yes. So. I'm basically, you know, and, and I see the way that you have, you know, you have a vision. I you can see it in your eyes, and I can tell it's truth. And so I'm, I just want to get some, some advice about what I should do next. I don't know. If, if, uh, Talk to me about your heart. My heart is open. Open, 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 open. I don't necessarily like talking through a mic, as you can tell, but, um, and I hope I get rid of that, too, because I don't know why I'm, I don't like stage fright, but, um, but uh, my heart feels very open, more open than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. I'm in a much better state of bliss than I've ever been. Um, I didn't know bliss was so blissful, and I don't have words to describe it. But uh, it's been really something. I feel like the stroke is a gift more than it was taking something away from me. Yes. And um, I know that I can handle it. And I also know that dying is exquisite and lovely. And if I choose to die, it's going to be fabulous. And um, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's open, I think. <laughs> yeah. It feels pretty open. Yeah. What's left to do in this dimension? Um, well, I feel like I want to help people, and I want to heal people, or not heal them, but be a, be a part of their healing. You know, just remind them that they can heal, and I can help them, I can help support them to heal. That would be cool. Um, what else do I want to do? I just, I, I want to be... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I want to be blissful. <laughs> Still. Um, I don't want to be a burden to anybody. That would be nice. I don't think I am, but once in a while I go there. So let's say the blissful experience disappears. It sort of is disappearing. Oh, it's going to go. And I hate that. It's gonna go, and also the memory of of my soul family is going too. And I'm like, wait, you come back. And I, I keep um um I, I was thinking they were on the astral plane, and so I kept buying these CDs to listen to at night, so I could be in the astral plane, and I could never quite get there. And you know, yes, <laughs> I've been searching and looking. Yes, yeah. So, so the thing is. When we're here, there feels like home, and when we're there, here feels like home. Yeah, but here less. There feels like room. <coughs> yeah, it does when we're here. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
that when we're there. But when we're there, there's such opportunity for stuff here and so much work to be done here that here has, oh my God, that's, that's the place I should be to, to, you know. So mine plays this kind of comparison trick. It's really saying, whatever I have, there's something better. It always does that. Even on the astral, it does that. It says that here is better. Um, uh, There's a lot of beings in the astral who are kind of queuing up to get into a body here. A lot of them attach to people here because that's the closest they can get to being in a body. Um, Work happens there too. Crap happens there too. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's not that blissful feeling. No, it's not. It's not. But the contrast of touching into that vibration when we've had such density here, this is really dense, this place. I mean, we've got physical form here. There isn't even, it's, it's more, you can put your hand through somebody in the astral. There's a form, but you can put your hand through it. So, so the density of gravity and the physical form here is friggin' awful. When you get a glimpse and you're like, ah, touch into the memory of being in the astral, it's no fun coming back into this density. So the contrast between there and here, when we go from this density into there, it's like, ah, oh my God. That's such relief and release and just dissipate. You see? But it's the contrast from here. When you get used to that, it becomes the new normal. And then the attractiveness of this dimension becomes really cool. Right. You know, and whatever we don't want what we don't have, we don't we don't have. you yeah. have it. You said it. You said it. So that that to and froing is what goes on between the astral and here. Okay. Okay? So I'm glad you can touch into the multi multi-dimensional aspect of your existence. Okay. Um there's more than three. Okay. But that's plenty, because that's enough to introduce the concept and how much your brain needs anyway. Heck, you know, we just need to, to grab the concept so we're not tied into I am this form, because it's loosened your whole understanding, and that's really the purpose of it, you know? Um, and multidimensionality is another version of unity consciousness anyway, you know, the interconnectivity of anything. So it'll be interesting to play between, okay, I, I can completely resonate between the three forms, Completely. There's definitely a oneness there. Can I spread it to 7 billion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'd love you to, to really get into unity consciousness because that's what the multidimensional existence that we have, that's what it's about. It's like when we take away the singularity of an individual form and it gets wider, we, oh, holy moly, oh, holy moly. You know, some of us get that experience of being having more than one life running at the same time and usually in another dimension, okay? okay? But what it does is it shatters your parameters. So it's, it's, right. it's really good. So I want to completely shatter it so that the interconnectivity of everything, of all people and then all forms, that the whole frigging lot of it is all interconnected. Um, and that individuality appears as, as a lens you know, you can, you can see individuality, but it's within the unified whole. It's the same, but it's different. Like, this is my body, but that's my foot. My foot is different to my hand, but it's still my body. You see? Yeah. It, that kind of thing. It's, it's the same. The, the unified field is the same. You know, cut my hand off and my body is going to know about it. And my foot is going to know about it. There is a wisdom that communicates the whole thing. 
So the interconnectivity is a lot more potent than the part. And is that interconnectivity, is that everyone? Bring up like the mic. More, oh, sorry. Uh, is that like a samadhi kind of thing? Like for some, one? for some, it does. It does turn into a samadhi blissful experience. It's why I'm encouraging you to do it. Is that is that okay? You, you really get the interconnectivity of those three lives that are running simultaneously, albeit in different places. And I want to see. Okay, can we expand beyond the three? And and find out. Okay, what's 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 the unified field of all of it? Because there's a very much a saveness between those three. So, okay, what, what would it be like with... What, what is unity consciousness really like? What is the interconnectivity here? If I switch off the diversity-making sunglasses, okay. if I switch off the diversity-making lens of perception, which is in our mind, what, what's that like? And some people get blissed out on it. And some people are like, oh, me and the tree are one, and it's all right. flaky, and they usually can't embody it, and it's a passing experience. But see if you can, like, can I tap into that place of where actually me and this armchair, same, same. Can I find where they're legitimately the same, not just a concept, but really are the same. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see you doing that, to see how much, how close are you to unity consciousness. Because there's an attachment to bliss that's going to be taken from you. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's bummer. Ta- yeah, <laughs> it's been taken away a couple times, and then that comes right back again. Uh, but but yeah. it's going to dissipate. Okay. It will. It will fade out. Yeah, it will fade out. Um, but it's great because it, it it when when bliss comes, it, it's like it's a really what it is is a dose of light. Basically. Yeah. yeah, it's just a dose of light, and as long as it's penetrating your field, you know it, and it'll become the new normal, you know, and you'll forget how it was. Um. So, the best thing you can do is like, hey, it came, and if it goes, that's fine too. And if you can really in your heart, really in your heart saying, if you want this, I'll give you this too. You know? Um, Then if we can get you to a place of non-attachment, there's a better chance it'll actually integrate. And you won't notice that you have it, but that that, that somehow you've integrated the light, the gift that it has. You haven't plummeted back to where you were, but you've sustained the level of where the bliss frequency is operating. You see? So I want you to be up there. But the stickiness is what will stop you from landing there. The attachment will make sure that you're like sticking to it artificially. I want you to evolve into it and merge with it. Am I making sense? Yes. Yes. In perfect sense. Go right. Absolutely. Go right. <laughs> Great. All right. And so, so giving. Sorry, do you want to say something? Well, I was just asking why stroke because you, you. Yeah. So I, I'm just wondering what what the universe is trying to tell me, or what kind of message, or. Um, f- from patterns that I've seen, this the stroke is usually a fantastic way to just give your heart a wallop. Your heart chakra, your love center. It's just like whack, like, you know, that whatever blockage is in the heart chakra, it shows up in one little vein, one little place. Do you know? Yeah. Just like, okay, let's accumulate it all. And when, when it gets, when all the blockage of the heart chakra condenses into one area, it turns into physical. Because, you know, we, as it compresses and gets smaller, it gets harder. Okay. It's like, bump, there we go, yeah. blockage. That's what I've seen. The strokes I've come across, it's like, shoot. The, especially the people I knew before and after. You know, it's like, uh, 
that heart is going to have to open somehow, and it's like, whoa, okay, this yeah. is how it happens, okay. you know? Yeah. Um, and then the form, of course, the physical body takes a hit, you know? And, and sure, your physical form is just an expression that's helping you to awaken, you know? The physical form is just yeah. the mechanism for playing here, you know, for forgetting and remembering. Yeah. So it's going to take the hit. It's going to carry whatever it needs in order for you to, whatever it needs to, in order to assist consciousness to remember itself. Okay. You know? Can I trust my form? Because, you know, when I get up in the morning, it's like, oh, I, I can't bring my hand to do, you know, I can't even do what I used to do. I used to yeah. be a beautician. I can't even do that, yeah. you know, because my hand is yeah. so lame and my leg is so lame and it's getting better, but yeah. it's like, what kind of relationship can I have with it now that I know it's all a part of one thing? Or What relationship did you have with it before? Well, you know... Did you take your body for, for granted? Like, or? No, not okay, really. No, good. not yeah. at all. Um, but then again, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Well, as a beautician, you were working with the body. Yeah. And using your body to, to help others yeah. connect with their body. No, it was pretty cool. Like when yeah. I was a beautician, I, I got more into Reiki and stuff like that. So yeah. I, you know, yeah. got into communicating with them in another way. So yes. it felt good. Um, yes. Yeah, but I don't, yeah, I don't. How has your relationship with your body changed? Um, well, it's changed quite a bit. Um, my body just got rid of all the weight. I just got rid of it, and yes. I was, I guess, 40 pounds heavier than I am now, and my body just didn't want to be heavy anymore, so it just... It threw it off. Yeah. Great. So, I'm dealing differently with that, and, yes. um, but also trying not to be the center of attention, or trying to, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I'm not used to being slimmer, so, and I don't want to bring that into it, you know, I don't want to you know, gain another bad feeling. I, I guess not a bad feeling. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the weight fell off because there was baggage in the weight? Yeah. And it was my life I wanted to leave in, yeah. in the first place. I didn't yeah. like my life at that time. Yeah. yeah. So it was all wrapped up in that. Okay. So the only reason then that... You put on weight again as if you want to protect yourself from oh, the world. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is the world safe? The world is what it is at this point. It's like, you know... And is it safe? No. It's not safe at all. Mm. Do you need um, to protect yourself from it? No. I don't. All right. Because whatever happens, happens. And, okay, good. You know? Yeah. It's out of my control. I'm not in control. Yes. So can you love the the hand and the leg that are a yeah. little bit behind the plan? If I, yeah, <laughs> I want to, for yeah, sure. Do. So I should talk to them in, yes. a, in that way? Absolutely. Like, Come on, honey bunny. That's right. Oh, you don't feel like doing it today? That's all right. Chill. Yeah. Okay. And do your PT, you know, do the, yeah. you know, do whatever you have to do to, right. to get it back working. But yeah, I would, I would in, integrate them, integrate them, okay. those limbs, you know? Right. I would. Um, so you haven't started a new career yet? Uh, no, I thought I would go back to doing um, skincare again. Um, and in the meantime, I'm thinking about doing neurofeedback. 
And my dad does neurofeedback, so I'm thinking about training with him. And I have my certificate and everything. Um, but, you know, also I'd like to help people who've been through the similar experience I have. And I tried writing for a while, and it was good for a while, but then it really wasn't me talking. It was my ego talking. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. I just decided, no, I'm not uh -huh. a writer at this particular time. Uh -huh. And um, so I'm, I'm looking for... I haven't found it yet, but I'm looking for, and I'm hoping it comes to me, what the perfect thing is yeah. that I can do to help people and to help myself at the same time, you know? And, yeah. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any ideas? <laughs> I would start with something around the hospice line. Okay. Is there cool. children's hospice? Is there such a oh, thing I'm here? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I live in Laguna Beach, so I'm sure there's something... I, I would. I, I. I. would. Children's hospice. Children's hospice. Okay. Check out chalk. Check out what? Chalk. 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 Yeah. Okay. It's in. It's in. Uh, it's, in it's in orange. Oh. Okay. C H L C. Children's. All right. Cool. Yeah, that's where I'd start, and 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 you'll find your thread. Okay, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> great. As Ram Dass says, I've been stroked. <laughs> good for you, good for you. Yes. Sorry, I can't remember your name. Alice. Alice, yes. Hi, Jen. Hi. I have a clump of names for this gang of women, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Alice, and you know, we send love from Carolina. Oh, yes. Yes. Who was the one that got us? Carolina is the, the one to blame. She's the yes. conduit. Yes. So, um, I'm just so happy to be here. It's like joyous um, since Friday night. Uh, um, and I have stacks of things that have been coming up uh, after you're speaking. But I want to do a before and after from last year to this year. Sure. So when I came in last year and shared with you, I shared that I had been zapped into some of this blissful radiance after deaths of my mother and then consequently my brother a year and a half ago. And I asked the question for you to let me know how I could get back there because I had fallen out of that spot. And you said, and I wasn't happy hanging out, you know. And you said, stop chasing it. And but it wasn't what I wanted to hear, but I knew I had to go there. And... I saw that I, I'm a chaser, you know, I've been chasing, but I like it. I've been chasing, and it hasn't been much suffering for me, but um, what I noticed was that when I stopped the chasing, I had things dissolve, to use your word, uh, like automatically. Days would come up, and... Uh, let's say, incidents would happen, and I would not have the reaction I would have had yeah. before, before we had our conversation about chasing. I didn't know how it related to that, uh -huh. but um, so I wanted to let you know that, that, you know, that I took your good counsel, um, and I'm noticing that my peacefulness is coming more now in small increments forward. Yeah, well, it's not even forward or backward. It's just 
Yeah, it's just what it is. And I prefer that for you because it's a steady accumulation. Yes, yes. yes. It's not been my pace, but it's, it is now. Yes. And, and I'm loving it. Yes. So that's one, the before and after. Two is, I lost my, uh, correction, my brother died last year and a half ago, and, um, and I missed him just dreadfully. We had a great brother-sister relationship. Younger than me, he was a really extraordinary man. And so after the grieving period, uh, which I just allowed because it has a life of its own anyway, yeah. um, I began to experience enormous love, different than the bliss and the radiance and that sort of thing. This was a steady, steady, it's like I woke up into love. So I interpreted that as the love my brother's feeding me or left mm. me or whatever. Mm. But then the other day you said, it's just all love. Mm. And I thought, well, it's just love I've tapped into, but I name it him. Yes. And I, I will continue because I like it that way. Yeah. But um, <laughs> So I wanted to say that. And then the other was, um, we can't sustain that, that place that I, of bliss. And I wondered if you'd say a little bit more about that. Because I, I get it. I get it that we can't sustain it. I'm getting it more and more that it's okay while I'm here this weekend. That it's probably not meant to be sustained. But I don't know why it's not meant to be sustained. So, could you speak to that? So, when we talk about sustaining it or hanging on to it, invariably there's a little bit of ego in there. There's a preference for it. There's a rejection of other stuff. We're, we're in separation. I don't like that. I do want that. You can't stay in the dualistic realm. You can't stay there. If you're going to grow, then you've got to leave it. So all the ideas about it have to be dropped. Got it. So then, now we don't really have the same relationship with it. We pull back our perspective and, you know, drop into more the truth of what is but if you have any idea of how that should feel, if it's like, oh, that should be blissful, then you're bringing your mind with you and your mind is going to create a state of mind. And when you drop home prior to the sense of spaciousness outside of all of it, it ain't no state of mind. Got it. It's pure consciousness and what your mind does, I don't care. I got it. Got it. Okay. You see? Yep. Yeah, I do. It's really clear. So any experience is going to be not good enough. Crap, bliss, they're actually the same. You know? Yes. They're just phenomenal experiences. Let both be not good enough. We're going for outside what is not a state of mind. And let life play as it will. Otherwise, we're just trying to control things. And, and then we're down in the duality again. And it's like, no, surely. Can you see that going home is really what it's all about? And yeah. that's a trick in order to keep you in a nice phenomenal experience. Okay. And lo and behold, for every nice one, there's a crappy one lined up around the corner, sooner or later. And it's all good. Of course, from back here, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine because it's not, it's just one thing that's passing through. Right. It's not your full-on experience. Clear. You see? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, thank you for that. The other thing I noticed was... Um, Bring the mic closer, Alice. The, the other thing I noticed was... Um, after I started practicing not chasing last year, I picked up a book that the title enchanted me called Love Everyone. It's a Ram Das book. And the, the journey with he and his cohorts with Maharishi. 
And I thought, wow, is that possible? Love everyone. And I thought, why don't I try that on for size? So I started, but I started having conversations about that possibility. And so what I noticed, it was not my tribe here, but lots of other friends, when I mentioned it, uh, I was a little sorry I mentioned it because they felt that I had answers like, that's not possible. It's just, that's ridiculous. You know, it's fairyland. But what I noticed that was different was I wasn't defending myself. Ah. And that, that big, for me, it's really big because um, I had a lot of years with righteousness. <laughs> and um, um, and I would want to bang it home. Yeah, it is possible, and I want to show you how. But uh-huh. meanwhile, I don't even know how. But um, I, I like that. I like that. It was like a piece that came out of, I say, came out of us being here last year together. Um, and... Um, yeah, and I, I, I and I, I wanted to stop talking to people about it, and I thought, no, I maybe I should just go with it. If I'm not being humiliated, or I'm not feeling humiliated, or I'm not feeling ridiculous about it, why don't I just leave it out there as a conversation? And with that, it's some ups and downs, but it's like a nice, um, like you say, this life is a beautiful mess. It's like a beautiful little game I can play and uh, does, it, it. does it work for you yeah it does <laughs> the game works for me it's a, the engaging conversation works for me um, because some people just they just you know jump on and other people I see the resistance that they have to that possibility is what I was not too long ago yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's really, it's a growth, it's a little growth and development for me. That I, yes. That's the game yes. that I'm talking about, not hurting anybody yes. or being ridiculous about it. Yes. Like but that. it tells me that you've shifted from the dualistic perspective because from the dualistic perspective, it seems completely unreasonable because you're choosing one and not the other and it's like, whoa, 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 no, you've got to give me permission to not like somebody and it's like, that's not actually where the loving comes from. No. You see? But if you're only in the dualistic perspective, you won't get that there's another place that that kind of loving arises from. Oh, that's good. You see? Yeah. That's great because I don't know how... I can't articulate that when I get someone who's in resistance to yeah. it. So I have like friends that are saying to me now, well, good morning. Do you love Hitler? Yes. <laughs> and I have to think. Yes. Yeah, you know, if I'm going to be... If I'm, if I'm all in... Yes. I have to love Hitler, but I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how that looks. Yes, very good. So I didn't have the distinction that you just gave me about, of course, in the dualistic world, you couldn't. Yes, you can't. But it come, yeah. there's something bigger. Yes. That I, at the time of the conversation I'm having, I can't access and articulate. Yeah. I, 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 you can't I, speak from there yet. That I comes can't. with time. Is that right? It comes with time because the perspective, you know, when we go there first, our functioning capacity, using language and labeling, that's associated with diversity because to label things, we've got to be able to see this and then that, and they have two different names. So until you're able to stay in the unified love place, 
and use your dualistic lens to be able to talk about differences, if you can stay there and talk about that, mm. all right, you're using two very different parts of your brain. I see. And if you can, if you're steadily rooted in the love place or in the unified field, where, where is, what's the same is more obvious than what's different, the more you, solid you get with that, the more you'll be able to engage in language. Language will come. Oh, thank you. It will come. Thank God. Yeah, it will come. Because what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm seeing is I can go there when I get the question or the remark yes. or the sarcasm or whatever, which yes. I, I also feel is engaging yes. and, lo- and loving. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, can, I can look from there, yeah. but I can't speak from there. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So what I do is I give them that look that you give people. Honestly, <laughs> 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 goodness, I do. Works for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. I, 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 I just, and you know that silence, that silence shifts yes. where we both are in that conversation. Yes. Just that silence. That's I mean, right. and I'm acting as if I know what I'm doing. But you do. <laughs> you do. Okay. You, your mind is wondering what, what, am I sure about this? Yes. But actually, you're talking from the place. You're doing it right now. Okay. You're talking from that deeper lens. Okay. I just love you so much. <laughs> it's all right. Thank you for being here. Love Thanks happens. Again. What do we do? Right. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hi. Hi there. I'm Steve. Hi, Steve. Uh, I don't know if I expect you to say anything to what I say. Um, I'll just give you a little bit of background and then go from there. Uh, A couple years ago, I came across Robert Adams and it just clicked. It's, well, initially it clicked, but I was extremely resistant at the same time. I I said to friends, if he was still alive, I would want to kick his ass. Um, Yeah, yeah. But... I was I couldn't get away from it. It just and then now I don't question anything other than a few minor details. Uh-huh. Uh he's kind of he's kind of a regurgitation or that's not a, an appropriate a reiteration of Ramana and Nisargadatta. Yeah. And um but I what I appreciate appreciate about him is he is a blunt New Yorker form of those two other Sages. One of the main things, the reason I'm here, well, along with Robert Adams, shortly thereafter being introduced to him, your Facebook post started showing up on my Facebook. So I look forward to those every day. No, I don't. I take that back. I don't look forward. I'm. I. I'm great pleasure when they show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, and. One of the things that Robert Adams says, or three of the things that he says to do work, are one, come in contact with the sage. Two, self-inquiry. Three, surrender. Uh, I've been working on two and three. The reason I'm here today is because of number one. So that said, I've been an existentialist all of my life. Um... And at this point, I'm kind of running out of questions. Uh, to quote Yoda, I, you must unlearn what you've learned. 
and you take the floor from there. What's left, Steve? To wake up? Mm-hmm. Just to have it sustained. What's left? To let go of beliefs. Are you up for that? Yeah. It's all, it's all my mind's on every day. Is there attachment to some beliefs? Yeah. I, I, if that, that, that was a uh, thing I read in Nisargadatta recently, there was a guy who was touting, I'm awake and, and I'm, you know, God's gift and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And Nisargadatta responded, Well, why are you here? Um, so, no, I'm not there yet. Um, But go further. And you don't have to say anything, because again, my the whole goal, the reason I, I didn't continue to sit over there is because you're my mirror. If I'm going to look in the mirror, it's good to be in proximity to the mirror. Sure. So if I became a genie in the bottle and said, okay, you can have as many wishes as you want. Give me sentences of I want. And I'm talking about for the rest of Steve's phenomenal life. What does ours is still running? Spontaneity. Okay. Uh, for, the, for the character, I want spontaneity. Okay. But my understanding is eventually you can get that up because eventually you're nothing but source. Yes, and what will spontaneity give you that you feel you don't have now? Or what will disappear if spontaneity came? Overthinking. Okay. So why do we overthink? Why do I overthink? Mm-hmm. Uh, just like everybody else says, uh, child upbringing, you need to become this. And, and if you don't become this, then you're not as much. And therefore, you, you continue to think to avoid... You, you add thought upon thought upon thought, cre- putting in place all these fail-safes so that you get to a higher level. And, and whereas, it, whereas if that never happened, getting into the situations that you need to deal with in life, the, 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 the comfort that you would get as a result of not question, questioning yourself would get you through them. much more effectively. So can you let go of control and see if that is true? Can you test that theory? I've been doing that. Yeah, I've been... I've been I think I've picked up on, on the lessons really well. And to answer your question, yeah, I'm headed in that direction, but I'm, I'm not all the way there. Good. It's easier than what you think. You're making it difficult. It's, it's very simple. 
it's for you it's more about not doing than doing right but not doing you have to see that that is safe that's it right there you just yeah you hit the nail on the head just like the other person uh, one of the uh, uh, people in here said well I end up living under a bridge <clears throat> yeah it's letting go it's it's the true surrender and I do that I, you know, the surrender part is say, okay, I surrender, I give it all to you, thy will, not mine. Um, I say those words, but the self-inquiry seems to be the most effective. And I kind of have my own own way of doing it. It's, it's the Robert Adams way. Uh, who just experienced that? I did. Who am I? Where did I come from? And I keep asking the question until uh, the, the mind becomes quiescent. So, who am I? Where did I come from? What is the source of this eye? From what origin did this eye come? I'll continue to ask it the question in a different way yeah. until the silence shows up. Yeah, okay. So here's another tool to add to your kit. Yeah. Find the space between two thoughts. Okay. One way of doing that is look for your next thought. Does Rupert do that? <laughs> he did that, and I, and and that you 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 pulled me right into the longest blank right there. Yeah. There is a space between thoughts, uh-huh. but when identification is running, mind joins all the pieces together. Like this is still fra- f- still frames anyway, mm-hmm. and mind makes a continu- a continuous thing, you know, mm-hmm. so that we can operate in the world. There are gaps between thoughts. Right. There are. And so to stimulate your awareness of those gaps, that's what I'm inviting. Okay. So that you're not up against the thoughts so that you can only see the next one, but you're, you know, just able to see, oh my God, there is a space. There actually is a space between them. There really is. Right. But if you, you know, what, what will your next thought be? It, it, when you ask that, it, it just, it, my mind starts to hit, hit very vaguely on some things and it drops it. Um, okay, but you got more of a blank of, right. on, on the other one. Right. Okay. Okay, watch the space between the thoughts. Yes. Okay. Yes. Start looking for the space between the top thoughts. Because when you do that, you're not in identification. Something is watching mind now. You're watching the matrix. You know, you can ask what you really are to show you the truth of something. It's an interesting kind of prayer to put out there, really. Invocation to put out there. It's like, okay, show me that I don't have free will. Just show me that I'm not in charge. And if you kind of pop that out there every day, you probably get an insight. 
it's another little trick of kind of saying, okay, we're going to kind of uh, not believe this one anymore and we're going to be open to the truth of it. That's not a belief, but how it works. And somehow that opening itself allows you to see how it works. There's nothing there saying, oh, he's asked for this, let's give him this. It's not like that. But the invocation itself allows a loosening of the belief, right, that we have free will. And it just opens the capacity to see how it really works. I remember one time, um, I was in Amma's ashram in India, and I remember looking out the window of, I don't know, seventh or eighth floor, there's some of these high-rise things, units, can't really call them apartments, but, um, (laughs) so I was up on seventh or eighth floor or something, way up, and looking out the window, and there was a big long queue for, out out in the street from from the big building where Amma was, and she was going to show up and give her hugs after a while, her darshan, and this big long queue way, way down. And it was the day for the local Indian people to come. So Westerners had to had to serve. So our job was to... So I got up in the morning. I was like, oh my God, there's hundreds of people here already, you know. I looked out the window and all of a sudden it was one unit. It was one matrix. Everything was connected to everything else, you know. And, and what I saw was that the empty space beside that woman was making her arm lift up. It's as though the empty space is making my arm lift up. So if I consciously lift my arm, I can do that, right? But if my awareness is on the empty space is creating a pull up, it becomes a very different experience. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of worth checking out. And you'll discover that, my God, your, your, your hand is lighter. It's been, it's, you have an entirely different... Uh, you get the same result, but you have an entirely different mechanism and understanding... And the ownership has gone from it, so it's lighter, it's freer. So I saw it on this grand scale of like, oh my God, this is the piece of energy that's contracting there. She's going to turn around. This one is going to drop her scarf on the floor and she's going to pick it up because I could see the matrix moving in that direction and grabbing her scarf and it falling off her shoulder. And you know, and this kid is going to run over here and she's not going to notice for a minute because I could see the energy that was making all that happen. It's like she really thinks her kid decided to run over there. She really does think that. She really does think that. You know? Free will was never never concrete after that. It just wasn't. So it's worth asking for things like that. What you're doing is dissolving the assumption that this is how it works. And that's what creates uh, another perspective to show up. I'd like you to start seeing kind of how it works. Yeah. The funny thing is, close to 30 years ago in in junior college, took a philosophy class, and it hit me right away. Yeah, there's no such thing as free will. There's no such thing as free will. And then the, the next topic was solipsism. And there there are actually a lot of I there are there are some people in the non-dual community who bag on the idea of solipsism. And to those not familiar with solipsism, meaning you're the, you probably all are, but that you're the only experience happening. Um, I take it a step further than solipsism. There's no experience happening. Yes. 
Yes. There was no experience happening. Do you know that? Yeah, I knew that then. And I just couldn't like, well, what do I need to know this for? It wasn't a spiritual thing then. I didn't... It's fine. Yeah. Now, now it's uh, completely 180 and... I used to be atheist. I mean, just no. There's nothing. Mm. There's nothing other than the physical form. Mm. But I believed in I, in determinism, and mm. I played with the concept of solipsism. Just I could never disprove it. Um, now I know it's less than solipsism. There is no experience, and or experiencer, and. Uh, now it's funny, it's, I say, to somebody who says there is no God, I say, you know, the funny thing is, is you question the existence of God. God never questions the existence of us. And can you go to where there is no God and us? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. God is is when I say God, I refer to the self. Yeah. And can you go prior to the self? Because, okay, with the self, there is no, we're not here, so the question of existence doesn't exist. I, again, uh, I think just based on what I've learned from the masters, uh, not to get anybody's hopes down, but <laughs> what I've learned from them is somebody asked Robert Adams um, how many people on the planet do you think are truly awake at this point? He said I could count them on one hand. Sure. Um, So that's why it's kind of a, it's on my mind from the time that I go, wake up to the time I go to bed, and it's even showing up in my dreams now. Um, it sure, certainly is something to aspire to. And have you seen prior to the self, capital S self? Has there been a crack? I don't. At the same time, I hold the utmost respect for Robert Adams. I wonder if he was a habitual liar, just basically restating the words of Ramana and, and Nisargadatta. I, I, people have, had, and then in reality, he never truly existed, so that it's kind of a moot point. Um, um, again, I, I appreciate his succinct words in putting across the mess, uh, message. Sure. I can pick apart some of his words. I cannot pick apart any of Ms. Arcadada's words. Okay. Um, okay. But have... Uh, has I there be- kind of got off track there. It's okay. Yeah. Is there, have you ever had a glimpse to what is prior than the self? Has the self ever disappeared is probably a more accurate way of saying it. The mind goes blank during, during uh, <laughs> self-inquiry. Okay. The mind goes blank, and and whatever whatever thought I was I was interrupting at the time goes away, and then usually within a few seconds another thought arises. Okay, but that'll bring you to the capitalist self. That'll bring you to the absolute. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because the reason I'm asking for you for that, it, asking you that, is that some people 
um, really need to hang out in the absolute in order to stabilize awakening. And some, some kind of like we can pull prior to the non-dual state uh, at the same time. So I'm just trying to figure out what would be the best way for you to go on. Even if Robert Adams was what Robert Adams was speaking only as far as the point of the self, what he knew himself and where he was himself, only he knows. Right. Really. But Nisagadatha towards the end of his life was talking about prior to consciousness. And right. he said, I right. that is a lot of crap and you know Yeah, that's yeah. So he 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 was advocating like, Oh my god, there's a prior to consciousness. Right. Okay. So 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 what lens of perception is open to you? Okay, one thing I've noticed, Steve, is that you, you, you know a lot. You know how it works. You know the positioning of the different uh, realities of where they're valid and where they're not. Whatever is true for you, not conceptually, but authentically. Don't go near the concepts. Don't go near the concepts. Because your mind is going to have you frozen frozen in time if you mix the concepts with where you really are because you saw during your philosophy class there is actually no experiencer at all there really is no experience and there is no free will because you've seen the two of those cultivate those knowings because if you saw those you eureka them the way you speak about them is actually you, you recognized them yeah. it wasn't uh, you know it wasn't just a new concept of like oh that's pretty cool Something and you recognize them. I can see it when you talk about them. Cultivate the awareness of that. Find that zone of where you know that they're true. Now, your doubting mind is going to try and come in and, and, and play havoc. Just say, I hear your doubting mind. I hear your yeah, doubting when mind. I first started, when I first started self-inquiry, I was riding my bike, going like 20 miles per hour with a tailwind. And um, I've had neck, neck is, uh, issues because of bike racing. And... Um, Anyway, so this was a while ago. I was riding my bike going 20 miles per hour with a tailwind, and this guy comes driving into this parking lot where I'm riding my bike through, and he waves me down. And I'm thinking, well, this must be, uh, this must be important if he's going to wave me down going the opposite direction at 20 miles per hour. So I turn around. I don't click out of my pedals, and I'm, I'm slowly moving, answering the guy's question, which was, where do I park to go to the beach? <laughs> so I, I never clicked out. Of my, I never clicked out of my pedals, and and I'm moving really slow. And then I start to turn in in the direction of his car, assuming for sure he's going to move his car. And he didn't move his car. I had nowhere to go but the ground. My neck was like Jack for five months, and that brought me back into my character. The resentment towards it. Uh, the. Uh, Funny thing is, it, two weeks ago, I was, I, um, I'm actually very introverted. I, I'm like the, uh, I'm like the, uh, the, if you've seen the Warner Brothers frog, the singing frog on the Warner Brothers cartoon. Um, I, I uh, sell. I, I talk for a living. But as soon, and I put on the smile and I do everything that I need to do to get the sale. As soon as I walk down out of the person's house. I'm the Warner Brothers frog ribbon. I, I, my, my singing goes immediately out the door. Okay. So I talked for a living. Otherwise, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to push my own character out of the way. I don't want to deal with a lot of other characters. Is is my thing. And, and if I come across as standoffish, uh, 
My apologies no. to anybody in the room. But 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 why would you apologize for what is just Yeah, right. Up? You're right. You're right because I. You're absolutely right because most of my life I picked on myself about it, and now I look at it as a blessing. From um, now on, no longer yeah. apologize for what you do. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unless you know, unless there's a social etiquette or something where right. somebody you know you do something, you know. Right. But but in something like this, where it's just your own idea that you've overstepped the mark. Don't support that idea in your head. Don't. Yeah, yeah. You're just reinforcing the personal lie and right and wrong. Right. Don't go right. there. Okay. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate that you told uh, your other guests to go to jail if it takes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, if that's your way to freedom, yeah. why not? Yeah. Um, Good. Your body's relaxing a bit. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, uh, where where were we? That's um, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> um, I yeah, got, the frog. <laughs> yeah, I, again, I talk when I have to, and I don't when I when yeah. I don't. Um, okay, I love that your body's relaxed. Thank you. Want to see more of that? Yeah. No more apologizing for yourself. Yeah, that was the wrong way to put it. Um, yeah, I don't know how to put that. Though. No excusing, yeah. no apologizing, no making, no seeing if it fits in. Like, yeah. fuck it, you yeah. know. <laughs> like, ah. awesome. The space between thoughts and put an invocation out there. I'm kind of summing up pieces. Put an invocation out there. Show me how this works. Show me how this works. Operate from whatever is presenting as real at that moment. Don't grab a spiritual concept to deny what is really presenting as real. So a bit more self-honesty with whatever is showing up for you in that moment. I wonder what the next thought will be. Uh, The first thing that gets my attention is this design on the floor. It's kind of like the flower of life. And if you stay in the wondering, okay, that was the mirror reaction I was looking for. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, run a mantra every now and then, Steve. Of I'm safe. I'd like to change the programming in your body, yeah, so that you know it's safe. Awesome. Recondition it a bit. Okay. That'll be my new mantra when I uh, yeah. when I stare at the sun. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Been doing that for three years, and I've been. And initially, it started out as the magical, <laughs> the magical way to uh, to gain my desires was to start sun gazing. Some somewhere in the middle of sun gazing, I came to realize, okay, I'm not going to ask anything of you. Mr. Sun, but I enjoy being in your presence. Um, and then I came across Robert Adams suggested doing the I am mantra, breathing, uh, breathing in, I, breathing out, I am. That's what I've been doing. But I am safe. That's a good one. I'm safe. Yeah. Because we need to kind of resolve what's going on in the, in the, the personal Steve so that he doesn't he's the one who keeps you safe because he's running the idea that it's not safe. So hence the thoughts around being safe. 
And so if we can resolve the belief that sometimes it's not safe, then there isn't such a pull to address that because it's just not active anymore. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe. As you cycle the bike, as you have a shower, I'm safe, I'm safe. Just to recondition. Change the story there. And it'll be like, oh, actually, of course I'm safe. Gosh, that, that's changed. Oh, and then yeah. it's done. Yeah, that was, that was, thank you, you brought back my memory in the process. So perfect mirror. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, well, I was telling the story of, of the guy who caused me to crash my bike. Uh, Again, it was to take me back into character. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was driving my Jeep on the, on the freeway, on the 5 freeway, and I had just met with a customer, and I was questioning myself, who just met with that, that, yeah. that customer? Mm-hmm. And, and the answer was, I did. Immediately upon saying, who am I, the side window on my Jeep exploded. Whoa! Yeah. And it was, I look over and there's like a little hole. So it, I, there was no exit hole. It sounded like an M80 going off a, a, beside my head. So I, th- I assumed I had been shot at. But when I parked, there was no exit hole. So it was probably a kid with like a slingshot. Um, didn't phase me nearly as much as the guy knocking me off my bike. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, okay, it happened. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. That's great. Thank you for being here. And thank you, thank you for your daily Facebook posts that uh, I appreciate for being so concise. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Yes. Didn't you want to come yeah, up as well? I- Oh, no, no, oh, not at all. No, you're on the way. I'm just lining up. Not at all. Come on. Okay. Are you half asleep? No. no. See the door being on. You're all right? Okay. Hi there. Uh, first, I thank you for, for taking the time to no problem. figure that stuff out. Sure, no problem. Uh, Mike, up to the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. My name's Mike. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm not that psychic. Give <laughs> 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 me past lives, stuff like that, no problem. Yeah, you never know. Um, yeah, my, my girlfriend was up here uh, talking about her stroke, and uh, she just asked you directly about you know her her direction in the world, and I was like, "Wow, I want I want to ask too because uh, and maybe uh, maybe I have to work out the repatterning as you mentioned first, even yes to go before to go there because right now it's just complete confusion. That's and it. There's a few things I love, but I have no groundedness whatsoever. Yes. So so grounding's not going to happen until the repatterning. Absolutely. Happens. You okay. got it. Okay. So, you got it. So that's just going to have to be put on hold. That, so. Yeah. The that's, absolute biggest investment is is in reorganizing kinda, your whole body and. Yeah, yeah. kind of what I thought. But I yeah. Thought maybe. Yeah. Then we see what the map looks like. Maybe I should kind of still try sure. to do something in the sure. meantime, but no. Sure. So, no, that it it can't come into view. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's pretty much it. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yeah. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Uh-huh. Peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
just hold it? It's on all the time. Okay. Hi. Hello. As I kept thinking the whole weekend, what am I going to talk about? Uh, it's I'm not good at public speaking, but now that I'm up here, it's pretty comfortable. Um, I came here for a... Uh, I'm dealing with a lot of heartache and to move past that and also uh, looking for, you know, a spiritual awakening. So can your heart let go? In time. It's a process. Have you accepted? Yes. Okay. I have accepted. All right. Is there self-pity going on? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, good. Just be change, I guess. Change is always hard. Is it? Why is it hard? It's hard to accept. Accept the event or accept change? Both. Okay. That's two sentences ago. Have you accepted? Yes. Oh, I, actually, and I now, have accepted it. In my, I know it's for real, and I have accepted it. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. What's tricky about change? Uh, you know what? I always know change is good, but... Uh, it's great? Yes, it is great. What's the resistance to change? Uh, I guess moving forward. And that's to be resisted because what's... Why isn't moving forward exciting and adventurous? And it should be. It can be? Yes, it will be. What's the fear around it? What's the resistance around moving forward? Uh, just a deep loss. It's hard to... Uh, I guess just come out of... Are you going to get over it? Yes. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well done. Right. That's a milestone. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you're going to get over it. What's your life going to look like then? Uh, very joyful. All right. Yes. And you're scared of that? No. I'm mm. not scared of that. Mm. Moving towards that is difficult? Yes. Why? Ah. <sighs> Good question. It shouldn't be difficult. Uh huh. <laughs> I see loads of resistance. Okay, there's grief, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fine, but but it's over there. And then there's loads of resistance around you, but it's not resistance against anything. It's just resistance. It's like, what's this woman resisting? What's there's, there's nothing there, you know? Uh-huh. There's no threat yes. around you, actually. You're, you're just running resistance, and it's kind of helping you to stay in the pain. 
It's a funny setup that your mind has done. Resistance is keeping me in the pain. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The idea that moving towards joy is difficult. It's like, if you think about it, though, it's a bit nutty, no? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let yourself have something better. One foot in front of the other. Walk away from the pain. Walk away. Let grief do its thing, you know? It does its thing. It comes in waves. But don't hang out there. Don't hang out there. There's, there's no resolution to hanging out there. There's just more pain. I agree. I feel it in waves, but I feel... I, I don't hang out there. Okay. Okay. So let's embrace change. Okay. It's just the concept of change has you, mm-hmm. as if that's to be resisted in some way, you know? True. You know, but, but the change is wonderful. We just have a quacky idea about it, but change is wonderful. All growth involves change. What the heck is not changing? Okay. So just to shift to, like having a positive relationship to the idea of change. Okay. Move towards that joy. Okay. Move towards it. The resistance to it is just nothing more than your mind. Right. You know? I just have to remember that. <laughs> yes. The girls will remind you. Yes. <laughs> Take note. <laughs> okay. I'm complete. Yeah. It's like, I'm moving towards joy today. When you get up in the morning, I'm moving towards joy today. Oh, no, I'm not. It's like, hold on now. Is this resistance or is this just a wave? Yeah. Is this resistance or is this a wave of grief? Which is it? Most of the time you discover it's resistance. Okay. Okay. Masquerading as grief, maybe, but most of it is just resistance. Okay. It's just like, wow, there's a fear of moving on. It's like, actually, I'm moving towards joy. So, fear, you can bugger off. I'm moving towards joy. Okay. So, I need you to get more into the driving seat. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Find your power in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Move towards joy. Because that's where you're going. You're very clear. You're very clear, yeah. actually. And it's like your mind is just... moving. Yeah, exactly. Mind has set up these obstacles to kind of just keep you stuck a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's like, "Mm, this isn't serving any purpose. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Derek? Oh, yeah. This gentleman. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Hi. Hi. This is a... I guess it's more progress support than anything else. Okay, but, uh, yeah. I've kind of been marinating in uh, what we were talking about before. And there's already a softening of this investment in, you know, just the, the whole drama of consequences. I mean, I even saw this morning when you said, uh, you know, let some folks who hadn't come up, and I still raised my hand. And uh, you said, oh, well, let's let uh, Anne. Anne Marie, yeah. Uh, you know, she she went up, and, and I didn't make like a Greek tragedy out of it. Yes, of course. <laughs> there was an impulse, like coming from the gut, like yeah. uh, just uh, um, you know, and I just kind of relaxed and just there was just the, these fantastic words of wisdom that just nobody cares. 
you know, yes. like one room cares. Exactly. You know, just like there's one, you know, only one thing in the universe is holding on to it, you know, and it's this piece of real estate. Jack's over it. She was probably never under it. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's just I'm seeing more and more that I saw a lot of that last night as well. Um, what I was also seeing, and we didn't really touch on, was uh, the flip side of the coin, right? The positive consequences, right? The mm. when I did good, yes. you know, then I'll just dwell in how valid I feel, yes, and the sort of the fickle confidence that yes. comes with because you know, the fickle second, is the word. Yes, yes. So the second something negative comes up, it, it just crashes completely, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that was that. That's been dissolving as well. That's been softening as well. And um, I guess the question just kind of arose: like that's kind of a, a huge motivator for action in my life. And I'm just wondering what'll you know what'll motivate my action once that's gone. Can you can you wait and see? <laughs> <laughs> how long? As long as it takes. Can there be trust? Can there be surrender? Or will we just grab another idea and put that in there to swap out the furniture? Life will pick you up again. It does. It does. But we'll be here talking about what replaced it if you don't have patience and trust. I don't know which way you'll go. Yeah. I don't know which way you'll go right Right. now. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that as well, I guess, the um, in lieu of... Yeah, just just doing something with my idleness. You You know, I'm on my tablet, I'm on my phone... Uh, I want to watch some TV, maybe, or, you know. Fill the gap. Yeah, fill the gap. So not even that. See how, uh, let's monitor it. Let's, okay. (laughs) All right. And say, like, okay, I'm going to set a timer. I'm just going to sit here for 15 minutes and breathe. It'll be the longest 15 minutes ever. Yeah. We're like, okay, next time I do that, it'll be three minutes. And if you have to start at three minutes, that's cool. (sighs) That's cool. It's like, let's just see if life moves me. Let's just see what happens. I've done that before, and it, it, it moves me to the tablet. The, <laughs> it's almost like time travel to a certain extent. Like, you know, I'd sit, I'd sit, and then something would come up, and just, I'm at my tablet. Yeah. You know, or I'm at the fridge. Right? I don't see the gap either. You know, I'm just like, how the, how the hell did I get here? Yeah. I was sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Thought is your master right now, huh? Yeah. Thought is directing a lot of what you do. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like avoiding consequences or going after the positive consequences or filling the gap, it's yeah. the same thing we're talking about. So mind doesn't like stillness. It it has you know it it's it's under threat when there's stillness because it's not in charge anymore. Yeah. But being okay with nothing happening. Tiny doses, lots of tiny doses. I get a lot of it from 
from this, you know, the there's there's going to be stillness after this. Certainly, there's stillness during this. Yes, yes, cultivated. Three minute, three minute. Let's just go with three. <laughs> we'll, we'll start easy then. Yeah, we'll start easy. Let's okay. go with three. Yeah, yeah. You're of that younger generation too, of where you know where where you're super stimulated. Yeah, broadband it's, came in around high school. You see, so, yeah. yeah, that's it. You see, yeah. Mm-hmm. So 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 the the focus on nothing is kind of shorter. <laughs> so let's measure it appropriately, you know? Mm. Yeah, let's go three minutes. Okay. Maybe four or five times a day. Three What's minutes it? of nothing. It's like, here's my time to do nothing. Okay, I can't do nothing. Well then, you know, it's like, I'm just going to relax my body for the three minutes. That's all I'm going to do. Mm. Anything that you're out of your head. Anything. just going to relax my body. I'm just going to focus on my breath and breathe in something and breathe out something. You know, it can be love, light. It can be, I am, uh, you know, whatever it is. So hum. Whatever. Mm. Uh, Whatever, right. you know, and just like let's just let's just do this. And those tiny little drops of where the mind isn't directing, where it's assisting you to be still. I like a lot of that for you. All right, that's doable. Yeah, I Thank think you. so. Thank you. Yeah, sure. You're welcome. Yes, Paula. Um, you said to Steve. What is the next thought? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I said two or three different things. You said one of them was, what is the next What's thought? What's your next thought going one. to be? But you had another one. Um, uh, it was the wait, wait for your next thought. Let's just wait for your next thought to arise. Was that one? Where will your next thought come from? Yeah. It's blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Where will your next thought come from? Where's that going to come from? So you're finding the source of the next thought. It's just it's expanded uh, the whole. I mean, I'm still kind of in that. But yeah. my mind came in and said, well, what was, what was the question? What was the question? Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. What is the next thought? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, what's the source of the next thought? I remember using that one myself. What's the source of the next thought? Find the source of the next thought. Find the source of it. Where's it coming from? <coughs> and that really fits in with how does it all work? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, there's some nice little tricks there. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Would you be able to um, just go over a little bit what you said to me? if you email me I can send you the recording that's probably a better version I know we spoke about recognizing recognizing authentic power and autonomy that is integral to the absolute to that singularity that is all of it. And how the mind um, has a fear of abusing it. And, and that's the hook because your mind is actually keeping you safe. Because your mind doesn't want to embrace it. 
but all that's going on there is your mind has created the idea that it's 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 helping you. It's keeping it under wraps. And I'm saying, okay, drop that that uh, that precautionary measure. Step out of the way. And whatever wants to manifest, no matter how potent it is, let it come through. And you step out of the way. And have no monitoring or no guarding. That was one thing. The second one was about to recognize the intensity as it arises because it helps to build the character. So before we go into character and the expression of the character, and you are the character at that time, an intensity starts to build up. So go look for the intensity because you feel that in your body and you're a body person. So, so feel it in your body. You know? It's like, oh, there's the intensity building. All right, just let that fire calm down. Now. Let that fire calm down. Instead of giving it, and out it comes. They're the two things I can remember. Yes, that's true. Okay, they're making sense? Yes. Great, great. Oh, yeah, Derek wants to come up. Is there anybody else around there? Yes, Brian's hand was up. Melba? All right, and Terence. All right, let's go, Derek. Thank you. Help. miserable before, but I, I was never aware of the miserableness. So it's like I've had some shifts in perception the last few years, and, and now there's all this, like, it's just kind of funny, I'm more telling this for this, she knows what's going on. I'm <laughs> building a framework. But, but when I'm here, I, know, I, I don't know you at all. I know. It's weird. It just struck it's, me as funny. Even. Yeah, I can't, I can't find my husband <clears throat> in you at all, actually. Yeah, I can't find him either. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's like all this shit's being bubbled up and dug up, and I had this stuckness prior to any work being done, and now it's like I've in my mind, got this set of tools that I can't access. Ah. And every time I try to, to pull something in from the shelf, it, nothing's working. It, it's like there's the, 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 uh, the, the density of, of, of what's up is overwhelming.
I don't know if it's over, but it feels better. <laughs> that was a deep one. I feel like I should probably just go breathe now. Sure. But what's kind of the next wave is I'm just acutely aware of of what you said yesterday and it resonated with me then, but I'm up here now just like Just taking the crumbs.
It's a very humbling feeling to just have a raw feeling that, that I, I'm I not capable of receiving all the love that my wife has to give me. I know it's a process and it's a layer by layer thing. But it, it, it's <sighs> kind of messes with my head, you know. That's all right. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you now. Okay. And at some level, it's just another idea. You know, it's only valid within. Within one perspective, it's only valid there. It doesn't play out, you know, when you go into what's true. Emotion, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Quick question. Sure, Tony. I just had a <clears throat> wondering if there was some teaching in there, sort of larger teaching about showering and breadcrumbs, and just thought I would ask that question. About showering and breadcrumbs or crumbs. You know, I mean, the guru showering. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
it's I suppose it's the narrowness of, of the limited perception of individuality. And when that's running, you know, it's a very narrow end of the funnel. If our expansion, you know, is the beyond all of it, you know, and these are the layers of perception. When we contract into believing me, myself, I, everything is so darn narrow, you know, and like a little breadcrumb, and a little breadcrumbs. It's all you can take. All I can think of doing is being open to expanding. Yes. 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 Stepping back from the little me, myself, I, and dropping into the enormity of what's real, what you know yourself to be. And then even deeper than that, you know? There's no personal agenda, that just whatever is, is, you know? It's not being overridden by me, myself, I. Stay in the widest capacity. Stay in the widest capacity, and then none of... None of that other stuff shows up because it plays out kind of down there, you know. Somebody said to me recently, he said, I've just discovered my mind is like a dog barking in a far-off planet. It's <laughs> 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 just standing on the planet and he's just... <laughs> you know? That's what it's doing. It's just making a lot of noise. It's just barking. Yeah, I like that. You know? And it's like, yeah. He said, it's just way over there and it, just wasting its breath. But isn't there something, you know, I was talking to you about going to the therapist for somatics. Isn't there something that, I mean, my projection on the whole thing is that his heart's opening right now. And it's just old stuff in his body coming out <coughs> now. Is that, is there any truth to that? Yeah. Yeah, some old, old patterning is, is, is releasing, energetically releasing through tears, yeah. So that, so he'll be able to have more crumbs automatically now for this. Of course. It's like a beautiful thing. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's only good. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's shit when you're in it, but, you know, <laughs> it, it, the release it's every... Painful. Yeah, every time the, you catch a breath, it's like, yes, yes, you know? Sure. The other day, the other day, Derek said, like two or three tears came, but oh, I'd love a really good ball a few days ago, you know? You know, and it came. Yeah. It came. Because I wanted to clap, but I thought it was a little inappropriate. <laughs> 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 Sentiment is received, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian, you had your hand up. Uh, Melba, you also... Do you want to come on up? Right. Hi there. Hi. Hi. I um, want to know if you have something to tell me because last time, last year, when I was here, um, you tell me a few things, and now, a year later, I feel better, more there. Yes. So, I want to have this opportunity to be in front of you and see if you have something to tell me. 
So, uh, give me something about what. Uh, um, talk to me for a minute until okay. I find you. Um, most of the time, I feel like I like I enjoy this human experience, but like I'm connected from here, and sometimes I take decisions more from here than from here and I know that people will say that I'm a little bit crazy because maybe it doesn't make sense but something tells me that in the big picture everything is perfect yes so most of the time I feel in love Love, loved, and loving. Yes. Most of the time. Okay. Okay. Good. But not always. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to check one thing. When when you're making a decision from the heart and not the head, do you, do you, when you say the heart, do you mean your emotional center? No. Okay. Good. Bigger. Okay. Good. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. But it's not from here. Yeah, it's not the head. And it's not the emotional center either. No. Okay, good. No. Good. Because the emotions get hijacked by the mind all the time. It's it's from somewhere with a wider view? Yeah. Good. Okay. When are you not in that place? When do you not have access to that? When I'm very identified with the character. And what makes you, yeah, is it just being busy gets you identified with the character or what? Yeah. What makes you get identified with the character? Being busy. Yeah. Huh. Doing a lot of things. Huh. But sometimes in the middle of that, I'm not there. I'm doing things, but I'm not there. You mean there's no identified character? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. And when does she show up? When do you show up as her? Mm. What's the difference? I think where there's um, problems or in my job or things to do or a confrontation with another person. So stress? Yeah. Stress. Yeah. Okay. Or, or um, pain. Physical pain? Physical pain? Yeah. Ah. Okay. Physical pain is an easier one. Um, when physical pain arises, let yourself have an emotional reaction if you want, but like 15 seconds. No okay. more. With physical pain, what I, what I usually do is that I say, okay, like right now, my, my arm. Yeah. Okay. I'm in pain. Right. But I'm not this body. Okay. So it's like I observe the pain. Yes. I embrace the pain. Yes. And then I don't care. Yes. Okay. It's easier with the pain. Yes. Okay. Are you using that as a technique to reduce the suffering? Or do you know that you're not your body? I know. 
Okay. Since a long time. Yeah. I, I think since yeah. I'm a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then going through those steps, why would you go through them? Why would you have to remind yourself that you're not your body? Why, why is the pain registering there and then you have to take a step back to recognize you're not your body? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'd like you to be in the place of knowing that you're not your body all the time, that you don't have to remind yourself. It's sometimes, not always. All right. Keep an eye on those times. Okay. It's like, what was happening just before the pain? Was I, was I identified with, with some story there? Yeah. Was I Mal, Malba there just before the, the physical pain came to my attention? It's when it's linked to an, a story. Aha. It's not all, only the pain, when it's linked to a story. That's right. And yeah. the story comes before the pain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's how it plays for you. Yeah. I'm after those stories. Yeah. I'm after those stories. Because the story has generated the idea that you're your body for a little bit. And then the pain comes in, and then, and then you have to step back that you're not your body. You see? I wonder if the physical pain, if, the, if there wasn't identification with the story, the physical pain wouldn't appear in the same way for sure and might not appear at all. Okay. I want the story before the physical pain. What story are you running there? And how come you've dropped the wider view for the story? Okay. When or why? Yeah. Yeah, when does it happen and why does it happen? Why do you trade the, the truth for a story? And you'll probably find a particular type of a story that you... It's usually a pattern, a particular kind of a flavor of a story. Otherwise, it would be every story, you know? Yeah. I... Sure. Yeah, maybe look at it. Okay. And you'll find it, the thing that's getting your attention is the physical pain and say, okay, what was I running five minutes ago? Okay. Where, where was I five minutes ago? What's going on here? Because I'm convinced that the physical pain is coming to your attention because there's something going on beforehand. Yeah, I think maybe it has to be the, this. When, when I'm stressed to be the one that supposes I have to be. Say that again. Like when, for example, for some story, it's supposed that I have to do some things mm. that I cannot do. Mm. And that gives me stress. Yes. And I think there's when the pain comes. Yes. So what story runs? I'm not good enough. I don't have the skills. Or I have to, like, I'm, I'm very happy with my baby. But sometimes I think that It's supposed that I have to be carrying my baby. Yeah. But I cannot do that. Mm -hmm. So 
almost uh, most of the time I'm okay and say I love my baby. Who cares if I cannot yes. be with my baby in my arms? Yes. But there's a, a time when I when I get caught in there where I think there's something telling me you have to do this and that and and be um, that type of mother that you have. Can you drop what society says motherhood looks like? Drop it. Nobody has a monopoly on motherhood. The way you do it must be the way that you honor. Whatever way you are a mother is the only way you can be a mother. And to pull in any other standard from outside is your mind going a bit nuts. You and your baby is where it's at. Whatever relationship is going on there, that's what needs to be honored. That's what needs to be honored. So the external ideas of how it should be, they serve only to create ego. To compare, it's in diversity, it's, it's in the good, bad, right, wrong, it's in that bullshit arena. Drop it. Honor the way you parent. Do the best you can on every level. That's all you can do. And that has to be enough. Because that's the way it is. That's the way it's rolling out. That has to be enough. You're managing. You are managing. Just fine. That's very important. Yes. Yes. <coughs> also in my in my job, a lot of people tell me that I I should be tough, but I'm not so tough. And when I go places and see children or early people, I I feel like I am them, mm-hmm. and I and I feel I don't know how to say it. I feel soft, <laughs> like like I am them, and I smile, and and I'm not that, that tough person that. Society supposed me to be, and also when I'm um, I'm talking to people, I don't know how, but I I get in front of people with the microphone and then I start talking, and there's a there's a time when I don't know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and at the end there's people going. In front and say and, and tell me, oh, you you spoke from your heart. 
And I understand what you say. And, and I, sometimes I, I don't remember. Yes. But it feels right. Yes. And there's a part of the society telling me you have to be tough. You have to be different. To be in this model. But I don't want to be that that person, and it's very complicated because I, I say, well, I'm here for a reason, but then I go that place, and I know everything's perfect. Okay. It's like I know from somewhere. Like, in I think or feel that in I already went to that place. I don't know how to say. Okay. 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 Yeah, I get it. I get it. If. If a situation through your work happened whereby you need a, a, a sword and you need to cut, you know, you need to intervene where there is bad practice or where there is exploitation, manipulation, and you need to come in. Yeah. Can you do it? Yeah. Okay. Then I do it. And you do do it? Yeah. Okay. Then it's fine. Yeah, I do it. Yeah. If there was like... Oh no, I could never do that. Then there would be fear of confrontation. Then there would be a hiding place. But if, you, if, if it's required, then it comes out and you can be very tough love. And you can be... Yeah. You can... I can be very tough. Yeah, all right. I do. Okay. But most of the time I'm not... Yeah, tough. yeah, yeah. But you can pull it up if it's needed. Yeah. Then it's fine. Then it's fine. It's just that the model you're presenting, nobody is familiar with it. Yeah. That's you know? Because well, I'm the first woman in that place, yes. and I'm different. Yes. Yeah. That's the other people's learning curve. That's yeah. for them to learn about, you know, that, that there are other ways. There's another way to present. If, if, you, if you, in your own integrity, cannot play the game that they're asking you to play, and you know you're responding to your own integrity, you can't trade that integrity just to fit in. You can't. The price will be very high for you. So if you keep checking in, am I hiding here? If I develop this toughness, toughness am I going against my own integrity? Or would it be a skill that I need to develop? And what you're saying is it would be going against your own integrity. That's what you're telling me. If I change, yes. Yes, yes. if you change, yes. But I'm... So you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Then you can't do that. Because I don't feel right being rude. Yes. Yes. Then you're doing it a different way. And, and those around you are going to have to change. But they will find things that to, to make themselves believe that they are right and that you are wrong. 
So they will find evidence to, to keep it the same yeah. for you to be the one who got it wrong. That will happen. That's what happens when we're presenting a new model. Okay, I understand now. Yeah. Maybe that's why sometimes it's very difficult for me. Yeah. Because there's pressure. Yeah. There's pressure. Because when there's a tribe and there's a certain way of behaving, if somebody doesn't play by those rules, the tribe says, we're wrong or that person's wrong. That person's wrong. Mm -hmm. And so tension comes. But if you're going to bring change into any place, you have to go through that phase. And eventually, after time, somebody goes... Oh, maybe, maybe we have something to learn here. Maybe what she's doing is getting better results. Maybe. But you need people who have open minds to begin to see like this. That takes time. But I think I start having that. Hey. <coughs> Even, little, yeah, little any time. little drop at all would be fantastic. Because sometimes the tribe is so strong... Well, it's one, one or two things. The tri tribe is so strong that they persecute you. They make it impossible and you have to leave. Or the tribe starts to loosen and some individuals go, oh, maybe, maybe. And some individuals start to change. It's one or two things. They'll either persecute you or they'll start to move ever so slowly. I think that's what is happening. Okay. Keep doing what you're doing then. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And and the evidence will, will start to turn their head, you know? To like, huh, maybe there maybe maybe there's some wisdom in the way she's like this. Okay. Okay. So that's that's what it's like to change the culture of an organization. It's not easy. If it's not ready, you'll get persecuted and you'll get well, you know, that's a strong word, but it'll feel like that. Yeah. You'll get thrown out. You'll have yeah. to leave. It'll be too toxic. Or ever so slowly, the culture will change. But it's not anything that, that happens really quickly. It doesn't. Culture of an organization, it's a very slow thing to change. But when it changes, it changes. I've been doing this like, um, for two years. Okay. A little bit more. Okay. And, and it's, happen it's happening that, what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, but at the first it was this big, big pressure, persecution because yes. I was very different. Yes, yes. So you were a threat to the tribe, you know. Yeah, you were a threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just like animals. Yeah. In so many ways we are. We are animals. <laughs> yeah, and but uh, right right now I feel more connected with with people. More um, since my baby arrived, I with every child, it's like it's my baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like magic. Yes, that's unity consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Good. You're very welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Thanks, Mom. Yes, Terence and Brian. Am I missing any other hands? People who would like to speak. Sure, Chance, Mum. And then Brian.
Everybody else is okay? And Tom? Yeah. I will make mic. Yeah, sure. Hi. Okay. Did fear come up? Yes. Ah, ha, ha, ha. So we spoke the other day about needing to transcend fear that pretty much everybody at some point comes up against that fear itself. For most, it's existential fear. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be annihilated here. I'm... Yeah, that, I mean, that was... Uh, um, yeah, I had a fear. I'm going to come back. Or... I don't know. I don't know anything. 
Is that okay though? Well, that's why I wanted to come up here. Yeah. Something that yeah. I don't know how to be anymore. Okay, can you can you can you anchor in the absolute? In the outside of all of it. It's kind of a contradiction to say can you anchor in it? But <clears throat> can you dissolve into that? Because I ain't gonna rebuild Terence. I'm not going to rebuild Terence, you know? So that's not an option. So what you really are. I'm not following. All right. Okay. Hard to follow. Yes. All right. Okay. So what's remaining of Terence is dissolving. So whatever old fears, old stories that are going on, they're getting a good rattle. But somehow, life will continue. Somehow. It's just that you will kind of feel in control in the same way. But what you are is doing it. So it's about trusting that. That's the theory. No, it's, you know, trust has been a challenge for me, so um, I, um, I'm right up in it now. Yeah, you're up in it now, yeah. So it's trusting the, tru- the truth of your own being. Trusting that which moves all. And I, I, I'm reluctant to say that it's about Terence trusting God. It's like, uh, uh, the only thing that is, is doing all of it. It's like I had this thought this morning where um, just thinking about it, it's cracking me up again. It's, I just want to, um, well, I want um, I guess I want I just want to be where one is too many. Yes. Yes. And that's all there is. The thing that wants to be there is dissolving. It's not real. It's not real. That thought is just arising and it's being believed by itself. It's not real. There is only the one where it's one too many. There is only that. The rest of it is just thoughts believing itself into existence and it's just a different thing every second and it's about nothing. It's about it's clouds going across the sky. It's nothing. So the issue of being able to trust it doesn't, doesn't even fit. What, what's to trust what? Do you know? Well, I don't know if I know, but I don't... The trusting it all seems to... Maybe that even involves effort. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I want to be done with effort. Yes. Yes. 
You see, there is no trusting issue yeah. because it Divine creates... Divine intelligence is better. It's more than... There we go. We have to have a division if we've got something trusting something else. And that's what burns out the issue of trust ultimately. You see that it's actually embedded in duality and it just keeps the Terence fella believing that he's somebody who might have an issue with trust. Like, it's just supporting the idea that there's a Terence. There's nothing there. It's not real. This is an appearance. This is a dream. It's a puff of smoke. Imagining itself in every minute, creating the next minute, just for the heck of it. That's all that's going on here. There's nothing wrong unless we imagine it into existence. There can't be something wrong or something right. There can't be. That takes more effort to engage in that kind of a thought process and believe it into some sort of subjective reality. That depth of stillness is the only thing. It's the only thing that has any authenticity. Looking around here, it almost feels like I just arrived or something. Mm. It's great. Okay. So the freshness of the moment. L let that stay with you. Every moment is fresh. Really, every moment is fresh. kind of fun though I'm here but I'm not I'm yeah here. yeah something is looking through the Terence body but my connections aren't Yes, it's wonderful. It's something's frying.
Everything is okay. Everything is okay. Let it do what it's going to do. The body will go home or go out to dinner or cook a meal or just let normal life happen. Just let the next step happen. No effort. See that things happen by themselves. They do happen by themselves. There's no need for effort. And things will rearrange themselves in your brain. <coughs> and Terence will either arise again or he won't. We'll see. Depends how deep you got into that fear. Everything's okay. This is the realm that's not real. This one. Yeah. Okay. When we finish, I'll just check in with you again and make sure you're some way together. <laughs> which is right and which is Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's all right. One step in front of the other, <laughs> that's all. It'll happen on its own. Yeah. Hello. <clears throat> so I uh, there's some stuff going on in my life at home in my uh, household. I, I lease a house and I have housemates, and somehow I attracted or authored uh, something that's really aggro. They've got a lot of buried anger and as I'm sitting over there deciding whether I was going to bring this or not seeing all the like I feel like I've done a lot of work around it it's like okay where am I the angry young man <coughs> oh yeah okay it's still there you know still got to work through some of that myself um I guess just any insight, if you can look into that situation, if that's possible. If you were to need more information. I need more information. Okay. I, I said about purposely uh, vetting, culling, to have housemates so it really feels like a sangha, so it feels like an ashram in your house. Ah. Uh. 
and this guy works for Shopper Center, and I didn't I didn't necessarily vet him fully. I just took oh. the words oh. of oh. people, and oh, I see. And I made a teacher, and I made assumptions. Yes, there we go. There's the naivety. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the so one of the huge lessons for me right now is responsibility, mm-hmm. and that uh, you know I can see it from that place of like okay, I didn't take full responsibility in the sense of where I am in the situation now is I'm looking, okay, who can I point the finger at because I didn't do my due diligence. Yes, right? yes. The responsibility part there. Yes. So now it's just, um, I'm willing to meet him. I, I want him to be happy. I want him to be healed. And I, the way he shows up with us, it's all guys, um, I don't feel like he's ever had the, he's had authentic uh, brotherly love. Or, or be held by men in that way Yeah. for healing. So I do not know what the freak to do other than just ho'oponopono and love him. And Does he have any awareness that he's got a bit of work to do? He's in therapy for anger management. Okay. Yeah, but it's not helping. <laughs> Does he think at my right? speed <laughs> Does he think it's helping? He keeps going. <laughs> I mean apparently he does think it's helping. Okay. So that's good. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing <clears throat> where I got to was last night <laughs> just wait like my legs were shaking. Uh he 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 represents my dad. Aha. My dad is a rageaholic. There we he go. shows up in these unpredictable <laughs> eggshell, walking on eggshell ways. Um, I just want to be right by him. It's like all that is all being right. triggered for healing. Okay, very good. Yeah. Very good. All right, so are you being the adult or are you being the kid? Do you go back into being the kid because of the pattern of your dad? Uh, it showed up a couple times in a desire to retaliate or, you know, meet his energy instead of be the bigger person. But I didn't let it, like I checked, I, I'm, apparently I'm wise enough to <laughs> pause <laughs> and check in with someone. You know, okay. Does this feel appropriate? Okay. Housemates, you know. Okay. Okay. Are you suppressing some, some reaction that you have to your dad? Can you say it another way? I'd like to... It seems like he has rattled some old dad story. Yeah. I'd love you to start out your dad away from him. Yeah, or we're doing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like let it rip, or, you know, beat the heck out of a tree with a stick or write a letter to your dad or burn it. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Sort out the dad stuff. Get that discharged. Because I'd love you to use him as a kind of a teacher. That whatever we, way he behaves, it's like he's, it's just a soap opera and it doesn't stir up. So I've been doing really good. I've been like, good job, no reaction. Okay, just, not because you're suppressing one, just because... It, it, it didn't happen. All right. And it was like other people have shared, it's like over the years with you and other teachers, it's like, okay, wow, I, I'm different because that would have spun me or I would have... Right. Chop that person's head off or, you know, okay. whatever, you know. All right. Okay, good. So it's like it didn't even happen. Okay. 
Um, and then last night I, I saw the story, saw how I was hooked into the story. That's what was causing, I love how you said it uh, yesterday. It's like the, the mind, it'll take a thought and then it'll use an emotion and it'll get it into the body. And I just watched it do that. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I surrender. <laughs> I surrender. You can do whatever you want. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. But I didn't, you know, it's like, I, I, because it, because it's home, and I'm going to go back to that if there was any, any yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Separate the dad stuff. Separate the dad stuff and really <laughs> dig into the dad stuff. Really get it so that there is no... Anything to be projected. Exactly. Yeah. There's no projection. You completely just uh, can hold the space for him to be who he is and there's no... Oh my God, that's like my dad. Right. Completely discharge your dad's story. That's the first thing. Then, then your relationship with him will, will change. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Because mm-hmm. whatever... Right now you're bouncing off each other. Yeah, I was writing like love letters to him last night. Right. Like telling him all like just good stuff. All right. So. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because I know it's like I want that's he can only show up the way I'm holding him in here. That's right. Yeah. So I need that's to right. Get back into the goodness. That's right. That's right. And not deny any old toxic stuff that's still there. Mm-hmm. I just don't want you hiding anything or choosing the higher ground at the cost of hiding something else. Yeah, that was helpful to hear that again this weekend as well. Yeah, I really don't want you to be hiding anything here. This is an opportunity to dig it up. Show it up for once and for all. Get rid of the dad story. Really get rid of it. You know? So, what part of your dad is in you? <laughs> so many parts. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> So, so how you're the same as your dad and how you're the opposite to your dad. That's all your dad. You know? I want you to look at the two of those. Okay. All right? Yeah. This is really about your dad. Yeah. He's, yeah. Just, he's just scratching an old dad wound. I need you to make peace with all of that. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And kind of, okay, what's the version of the Brian character? What, 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 not the idea of who I want him to be, but what's his authentic self? And if we can get that kind of organized, that there's an awareness of it, then, then, then it's much cleaner for you to step outside of him and kind of let him go. Do you know? That's, that's where I'm heading. It's like there's, there's just a few edges here that this guy is bringing up. Okay, so the picture I'm getting is like really sifting out so that, so that we actually have a clean picture of Brian. So yes. So we can let that whole thing go. That's right. And what's coming up is the question is like, uh, just because... I love to understand things. Um, and I think from the psychology perspective, but how is that, how is, how is the stuff that needs to be filtered out keeping it from letting go? Because it's not, it's like it can't let go of something that's not mine. So far as cleaning up the brine to let it go. If, uh, what, what, whatever patterns are hidden be, because of pain, because of learned behavior, conditioning, da da da. The patterns that are hidden, that have pain behind them still. Other strings. I want those. They have to come up. And then if the pattern is there okay, and it's I just... I can't come, let it go because it, have to come, it has to come up and out. Has to come up and out. Okay. Has to come out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
And once the pain is gone, it's then like, oh yeah, I do that, but there's no charge in it at all. You, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just how I express myself, but it, it has no charge. I don't want anything to have any charge. So that you don't ever have to go to the higher ground, but that the authentic response is the higher ground. Because it's authentic mm, mm, and it's mm, honoring mm, a clean, the cleanest version of Brian. I feel that. Right? Mm-hmm. So that. when you're going to the higher ground, I'm like, red flag, red flag, red flag. I went like, well, okay, what are we hiding here? What are we hiding here? We've got an idea of where we want to be, but that mightn't actually honor you at all. Mm-hmm. That might just be honoring who you'd like to be. Mm-hmm. But I much prefer the authentic Brian to show up. Making sense? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That was helpful. So any kind of, you know, I want to be this loving person or this nice guy. I'm, you're at the stage of like, okay, let's chuck that out now. That brought you this far. Let's really go for deeper authenticity now. That's true. Right? Let's go right in. So we're not going to use kind of any, uh, any, any values, spiritual values to guide us anymore. It's like, let's just cut them. Let's just cut them and go with what's authentic. Really authentic. Does something need healing there or not? Let's not judge it. If it doesn't need healing and it's just an authentic expression, fine. We don't edit it, nothing. And you can step back. The ownership, there's no stickiness there. Because there's nothing unresolved there. It's just authentic. Is it right or wrong, good or bad? Who gives a shit? Like, you see, once you've dropped the value system, it's not applicable anymore. Make sense? Yes. There's a little bit of fullness here. Like, uh, need to digest it. Glad I'm recording it. Get it later. Yeah. Um, thank you for saying it a couple ways. Sure. Great. Yeah. Great. And it's really about letting it rip. You know, it's a huge <laughs> opening for Brian. Like, it's a huge opening because any idea of who he was is being dropped. And we're finding, you know, with the real Brian, please stand up. Did you have that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that TV program way back. Yeah, it's like that. It's like, it's like okay, this is, this is the authentic man here. You know, without any system of approval or disapproval, both are thrown off. This is the authentic one. That's what you're working on right now. So yeah, the... It was the, the mm-hmm. big program. The, the approval and acceptance was so deeply yes. in there. Yes, yes, yes. And so how you apply it to yourself and how it has influenced your behavior is what I'm after. Mm-hmm. Out with it. All right. We're, we're after it by the taproot, really, you know? Okay. Because how we apply it to ourselves is always, that, that's the deepest one. Our relationship with ourself is the deeper one. We just reflect it outside. Mm-hmm. So the, the other thing yeah. is this pesky little idea that somehow my ego loved it, it grabbed it and have had some fun with it. And we, I addressed it with you last time, and you, you what you said really kind of like <laughs> cut it out. It's like it took it out of the knees. And it was this, so what happened was I came upon this teaching about, it's like the secret sort of thing. Yeah. And, and, and 
when you were talking about it's applicable at different stages, I totally see that. And that this might be one of those. Okay. Okay, it might be one of those because, you know, coming to Michael Singer's surrender experiment and reading that and going, okay, this is what Jack's talking about. Um, and and in the, even hearing myself tell people stories about we've all heard the fact that someone's trying, 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 and finally they throw up their hands, surrender. Oh, the most wonderful thing, I couldn't even have planned it. It's like, yes. okay, well, maybe the shortcut is surrender. Yes. But yet it hasn't dropped down here yet because my mind is still having so much fun with the idea of... The teaching was that this, when we have a desire, it's actually, it's, it's life communicating with us. This is what's coming down the pike. If you want it, get in alignment with it. How do I get in alignment with it? Well, feel it in your body as though it's already happened. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Mm-hmm. Like, results happened. Yes. I was like, what? Could it be that simple? Uh-huh. <laughs> And what I want to under—I want to gestalt here. I want to—I want to understand, bring these two together. How? Because the, under the teaching is, he says, everything is consciousness. There's only consciousness. And then he goes on to talk about consciousness has two parts: male and female. The male being conscious, the female being subconscious, and the, the conscious can impregnate the subconscious. Okay. The idea, and then it just gives birth. The subconscious just gives birth to whatever is in it. Okay. But I so see the hook, the ego hook there. It's huge. Good, good, good. (laughs) Is there any middle ground? Is there, or is it just like let that go and just be in the surrender? Play with it for as long as you want to play with it because it'll spin out. You'll get bored of it sooner or later. There's a lot to be said for playing with something until you're done with it. Okay. Um, it, it. You'll end up with your face in the mud, you know, because it'll have, you'll have to see through it at some point and it won't be good enough. But sometimes that's faster than actually denying yourself something. If you have desires that you, that you, you know, you're like, oh, this is great fun. I want to do this. I want to manifest A, B, C, D. All right. If you want to do that, do that. But it'll bite you in the ass. But if you need to have that experience and get bitten in the ass, if you're up for it, just do it. Why not? But it will go belly up. I mean, it will. It's just going to lead you into story and more phenomenal experience. And There's really nothing lost and nothing gained. It's just going to, you know, give you highs and give you lows. That's what it's going to do. And you're going to end up where you started. But if it prepares you to really surrender... Do it. Why not? Exhaust everything so that you know mm. you won't really understand that it's empty. But while it has a carrot, eat the carrot if you want, if you can catch it. <laughs> what comes up for me in... Uh, I went there. I did, I did that uh, thought process. So uh, thank you for mirroring it back to uh, me. Um, Kind of came up. What came up was that thing that I say to other people about. You know, it's like it's better than you could imagine. Like what you get, what I get when I surrender is better than I could imagine. Yes. 
okay, why do I want to get in there and create something out of my own self that uh-huh. has limited perspective? Uh-huh. Okay. So it's really just this attachment to the idea of this this project. Yes. And, and wanting to like put some extra oomph behind it or make it happen. And the ego wanted to feel that it's potent mm. and that it can direct things a bit. And mm. yeah. It does that. Okay. It does that. It leads nowhere, but, you know, if you want to have fun, try it out. But it leads nowhere. Fair enough. Yeah. There's a lot of hooks like that out there, you know. You end up seeing they're all versions of the same thing. It's just, it's just the ego t- turning up desire in another way, turning up, you know, a new version of its own potency, when actually it's just a friggin' thought. It's a setup. So it's even, it's just so darn simple. Yes, beautifully simple. Yeah, beautifully simple. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Tom, you said from the chair? Yeah. Oh, you're fine, right? Just a, a quick thing. Yeah. Do you just, um, when you were with Derek, it was as if this explosion of light went through the room. This was truly a universal experience. Oh. Yeah, I mean, because I could touch grief in myself, but um, can you just, just discuss that a little bit, what's, what's happening on a deeper level, or is there anything to discuss? I, I, you know, I kind of don't pay attention to it, really. Do you know? I think it's... Because we share experiences, you know, people have insights of whatever that's shared. Yeah. But this was, this was even deeper than some nice thought or absence. words. Of, yeah. Yeah, much far more profound. Oh. It's just love, huh? Okay, I'm good. It's just love. <laughs> because his it, heart was opening? Oh, Brandy, you're funny. I, that's what I was into. <laughs> I was into that thing right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you, you kind of want to label it because you oh. imagine that the understanding makes you get it. But you get it. You, you get it. And then your mind does something else with it. Oh. This is the third time I saw you do that this weekend. Oh. It's like, that's what she's doing. Yeah, what do I do again? <laughs> Poison back. <laughs> <laughs> my, my memory, so in the moment. Oh, you're serious? Oh, I thought you were doing it. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's beautiful. So in the moment I know, but then when I go back with my memory, it's different. That's right. And then, and then you're putting labels on it as if, you know, as if that's going to give you a new meaning. And it can give a story to your mind. And it'll give you understanding, but I'd love you to be so grounded that the knowing communicates directly to your cognition, your intellectual brandy's cognition. Do you know? Yep. Because you know it, and then you're going through this kind of circuit to put words on it to bring it back into storyland. Yeah. All right. I'd love you to just go from the deep knowing into like, yeah. Let's see if words arrive for that or not. But I know what happened there. And trust the knowing and see if the words arrive. 
That'd be great. That'd be great if we can get you there. And you can, of course, you can do it. It's just a, a different circuit, different way of comprehending. And it's more direct. And it's kind of like, you might have to wait for the words. I think we spoke about that with somebody else. It's familiar. Around, sometimes the vocabulary doesn't come, but it comes after a bit of time, you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right now I do. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, sure. Does the vocabulary ever have to come? Um, in the West, we, we tend to praise vocabulary. Put us in another culture and silence is king. And wouldn't that be great? So no, it doesn't have to come. It's a cultural idea that it has to come. Are we, are we, are we good? Mm -hmm. We're good. We're good. Oops. Is there something? Sure. Like, I'm going where, to, where did the mic go? Oh, it's over there. Thank you. I'm sorry. I don't want to screech. Yeah. Just a follow-up from when I was sitting down. It seems like the mind is my primary defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. That's why mm -hmm. I'm always up there. Um, yes. Yeah, so... I don't know, I, I guess when you, there's something about breathing um, when you mention that as kind of a nice little yeah. halfway point. Yeah. I've been doing that, you know, just... Uh, consciously breathing. Consciously breathing, yeah. breathing deep, and it's, it's bringing up sort of a wordless energy. Beautiful. Yeah. Anything to get you out of the head and down into the torso. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that's great. That's great. It's like, it's like you, you kind of function so much from here up, you know, and I'd like to like pull your energy down into the body. So then it's like, oh, I could be here actually. Yeah. And it's pretty all right. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's safe. Yeah, of it's, course it's safe. Yeah. Of course it's safe. Hmm. It is. I want to anchor that in for you, yeah. you know. It yes. is safe. It really is safe. Hmm. Yeah, it really is. Just, just let the potency of the character be there, you know. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that word. Sounds better when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work for me. You know? I kind of don't get it. It's like a filler, you know? It's like, I use fucking Ireland like that. You know? It's fucking great. It's fucking awful. It's fucking brilliant. I mean, it just goes everywhere. You know? It's much more versatile than awesome. But... <laughs> Anyway, folks, thank you, thank you, thank you for your presence, for your sharing, your honesty, and your willingness to... Yes, sir? Just tell them about your next retreats and if they want to work with you privately. He's back on track. For Brains uh, residential retreat in Sebastian in Florida. Uh, Tom has, and Barbara have been there before if you want to talk to somebody about it and Connie. Um, and Susan. Yeah, and Tom. And Tony, exactly, a couple of years ago. Um, I think it's kind of nearly full, though. There might be a waiting list at this point. Anyway, uh, that's, that's in the middle of Florida in February. And if, if, if there is an invitation to come back here next October, I'll come. And if there isn't, I don't mind. It'll flow the way it flow. It's grand. Um, Toronto in April. Paris in November. Paris in November. Nice. Fintorn in May. 
that's a residential place in, in north of Scotland, in the middle of nowhere. It's the oldest spiritual community in the world. That's all I can think of right now. What's the October invitation in August? Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Are you still having your quarterly things in order? Pardon? You were having your quarterly weekend things. Oh yeah. Um, there's a thank you. There's a, a twelve until six, and we have lunch on site, so it's like six hours intensive. The last weekend in January in the north of Florida. It's kind of near Jacksonville, Neptune Beach. Saturday and a Sunday. It's a Saturday and a Sunday. The last weekend in January. Thank you. Forgot about that. And that's before. <laughs> that's before. That's about two weeks before Cashy. Yeah, yeah. Neptune Beach is the. Is, the, is, the is, area. It, is it on your website? Not yet. Oh, not yet. Not yet, because we're only just starting out the booking venue. Yes, I, I, you know. I, You're working with anyone on one? Yeah, that tends to be pretty booked out. Uh, usually two days a week, I, um, I do Skypes, with a half an hour or an hour. And if you go onto my website, Private Time with Jack, if you click on that, you can go into a website where you schedule time. Um, and that system is there, which some of you are very familiar with. Yes. <laughs> okay. So blessings on. Oh, check the yes. Yes. People can sign up for the videos here, please. Audio. 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 Yes, please. Thanks, sweetheart. Thank you. And uh, and John and Matthew and Mahesh and everybody who's in Denise, Barb, Tom, anybody who's involved in making this all happen. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings on you all. Thank you. Thank you.